You are listening to The Black Landscape with Andrea Spearman, where Black excellence is always trending. Welcome back to season two of The Black Landscape with me, Andrea Spearman. Today, I'm here with Bay Area native Jasmine Malone, one of the co-founders of Black Vent Space, a protected space for Black identifying folks to vocalize the Black experience revolving around healthcare, religion, the workplace, and more. Welcome, Jasmine. Hey, well, thank you for having me. I'm very excited. <laughs> Yay, we're excited to chat with you. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I don't know. I love talking about Black Vent Space. I love, um, talking about what we talk about and inviting people to the space. I'm just very, 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 very appreciative of you and for having this space as well. Thank you. So let's take our audience back to the beginning. Tell them about your background. So my background, I was born in Oakland, California, raised in Antioch, so I'm a little suburb baby. Um, went to performing arts high school out there and then um, I think that my background really does explain how, you know, we came to the point of Black Bent Space beginning because I wouldn't have been able to do it without having that performing arts background, which led me to certain jobs, which led me to certain people who I've met to create the space with. So, um, but through that, you know, working in theater in the Bay Area, doing a lot of front of house work, um, being either one of the only black front of house on staff or one of um, two black females on staff or, you know, seeing us in that space as, as minorities, it really uh, forces that bond to be there because we want to connect. I mean, like I see you and I work at three different theaters with you. So let me be there. And with <laughs> that, that's how I met one of the other co-founders, Jordan Battle, because we worked we worked together and then she started hiring me <laughs> to do other things. It's just, she was my boss and we became very close friends and um, it, it's blossomed into a really good um, um, partnership with, with the founding of Black Vent Space. And then um, the other co-founder is one of my long, 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 long time best friends from middle school. We all oh, wow. grew up in the same. Mm -hmm. We did. We we met in middle school, and that is Alexis Christian. And she, you know, it's nice to to have that sisterhood that we have, and to be mm. able to bring that into into Black Men Space as well, because the three of us are all so different. We all, you know, the facets of our identities are so so vast. So bringing that all of that together to form this this space with this black women leadership and um this community that's been that's been bridged is is really special so you know just my my mean my background is the blackness that has created black <laughs> <laughs> yes and you know just to lean into what you said about black women in theater spaces that is so true mm -hmm. there are not enough of us, but there are starting to be programs to, you know, develop those who are interested to push further those of us who are already in it. Mm -hmm. We just need more of it. Exactly. Exactly. And um, we need more of it in the, the women who are already in these positions 
deserve to mm-hmm. be supported more by the the um, organizations that they are working with, and by the especially like the artists who are doing shows and are who are who are performing for these audiences deserve to be supported more as well. It's I was very glad when the the living doc um which i'm very sure you're familiar with came out and and folks were speaking about their experiences in in bay area theater and that um i sincerely hope that that's going to cause some permanent change absolutely i am familiier with the doc i haven't <laughs> i haven't checked it out in a while but mm-hmm. i'm very familiar with its concerns and complaints and strategies for, you know, evolving the situation for people of color in theater here in the Bay Area and how and where we can we can make those changes and help others to evolve to a space to include expanding stories for people of color, expanding mm-hmm. lighting, expanding props, mm-hmm. expanding knowledge of all these different areas within the theater itself, whether you're on stage, whether you're off stage, whether you're doing programming or curating, there's so many levels to it that I agree. We need spaces to talk about it Mm -hmm. and then also make strategies to improve the situation. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And so you've shared with me that you're a short story writer and poet. Yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) So something that I have been doing that has been a a part of my therapy throughout my whole life has been writing. I would write short stories as a child. I also read a lot, uh, love reading fiction. And so this this finding ways to create my own stories or um Finding ways to to express what is happening in my in my mind and in my body, um, in in this little art form that I enjoy. So, for me, um, writing had always been a very personal thing that I kept to myself. And as I've gotten older, I've been sharing it with um, some friends and some family. And then in 2020, that was the very first time that I had ever done a live. Um, uh, open mic of my poetry. And I did that with um, the Poetry Lounge, which is actually based out of Los Angeles. Um, but if you at the Poetry Lounge on Instagram, they were doing lives for a really long time, I think over a year, um, doing Instagram lives and inviting folks to, to read their poetry. So I participated in that. And that was the first time, and it's actually been the only time that I've done an open mic. But I enjoyed it so much. And I really want to get more into that. And, you know, in 2021, I um, participated in more short story competitions like online and, and just trying to allow myself the, the, the confidence in the space to say, yeah, I'm creating, I'm creating art and, you know, I want to share it with the world and that's okay. And feeling proud of that um, as well, because I mean, as I mentioned, I did go to performing arts high school. I love being around artists and I, but I never, because of, because those art forms are so personal to me. I don't think of myself as an artist in that way. And I'm like, no, girl, <laughs> it's art. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And I seem to like sit in that and appreciate that about myself. Cause you know, I like my poetry. I think that I can write. <laughs> I need to share it. 
Well, good thing we're in a season of self-determination. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as you are stepping into these worlds of like open mic, short story, are you finding that there's more Black-centered spaces versus theater? Because they are such mm-hmm. uh, similar zones of people because there's people presenting work in a way there's people presenting their voices but how how do they differ from your experience well that's interesting um i will say and be honest that because of what i have been choosing to prioritize i haven't been doing as much searching for opportunities to share my artwork as I as I would want to. However, I do, um, I am a Bay Area native, or excuse me, yeah, I'm a Bay Area native, but um, I live in New Orleans and I attend Xavier University of Louisiana, which is HBCU. So the community there, like talking about Black-centered spaces, like that is a Black-centered space, you know? Um, meeting students who, who are publishing their poetry. There's a student who graduated who started her own publishing company so she could publish her own her own books of poetry and she's been publishing others yeah she's doing great yeah, <laughs> um exactly yeah. while she was a student like just creating her own business it's fantastic and seeing that in the community but also seeing those black centered spaces in art um in new orleans which is one of the black meccas in the united states uh the it's not at all hard to find something out there. In thinking about that and thinking about coming back to the Bay Area, um, knowing that those places existed, like attending trap art shows back in the day before I moved and, and you know, participating in that way, around being around other Black artists in that way, it's oftentimes, and, and I also prefer it this way too, is we are creating the spaces for ourselves and not being asked to be let in, you know? So mm, I, yeah. yeah Say yeah. that again. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we're not asking permission. We're saying mm. we need the venue and this is how much the ticket costs. And if you want to participate, show up. <laughs> and that's, yes, that's right. it. And I, that's what I appreciate about it. And, and black artists who are, who are just demanding their space and demanding to be heard. And so in terms of, in terms of finding that, I think, you know, I think we just need to know where to look, but I think it's also, we have the space there and, and we're, you know, we're inviting each other to participate. We're going to take a quick break here and hear a word from our sponsor to listen to past episodes of the black landscape. You can find us on most streaming services, including Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple, and Google podcasts. Hey fam, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me tell you about it. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard across Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast just in one place. Now download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started.
And we're back with Jasmine Malone. So Jasmine, what is the Black Vent space? How did you three come up with it? So the beauty about Black Vent space is that it it happened organically, but it also happened out of out of out of tragedy and pain. Um, Black Vent space there it came from the um as a response to the uh, murder of George Floyd. Um, we saw that on May 25th, 2020. And, but we also saw the response to it by corporations and by the NFL and all these people who suddenly cared and wanted to pay attention to this thing that we know has right. been happening. <laughs> and the thing, this thing that we carry with us every day when we leave our houses. And so, um, it, we decided that, um, we wanted to chat, wanted to get together and just have a conversation. Um, and we had to think about what to call it because there were some other spaces that were popping up there for folks to, you know, come and chat as well. And so we mm-hmm. chose black vent space as the name and then invited black people we know to say, Hey, come, let's, let's chat. And let's just, you know, be open and honest about how we're feeling and how, how we are holding space right now. Um, and so that was myself and Jordan um, and a few other folks and Alexis. And we just, we just, I guess the best word would be fellowship, <laughs> you know? Yes, it's, fellowship. Yes, uh, because it, it wasn't like, we didn't have a topic. We just were like, we need to talk and we need to talk to each other. And we want, we want to hold space with each other because we are mid, mid pandemic. We're all at home. So let's just get together. And from that, uh, we started we we started hosting some more. We started trying to add topics to it. Um, each of us were were picking new topics and and things that we really wanted to talk about with our community. We started our social media page in February of 2021, and that and started having regular choosing irregular dates and times for our events and topics and inviting folks to, to host events, inviting folks to speak at, a, at these different events. Um, and it's just grown from there. The, the beauty of Black event space, though, is that it is for Black identifying folks and it is only for Black identifying folks. And I think that it is okay to have a space that allows um, us to say that it is, it is for us, by us. <laughs> this is our table and we get to choose who sits at it and that's okay <laughs> absolutely and just to backtrack a little bit you know talking about different topics after the initial kind of breathing and venting mm-hmm. session around you know the ongoing genocide of black bodies in the u.s thank you call it what it is call a spade a spade it's a genocide <laughs> right and you said that you all like have different topics like how do you narrow it down what's the process for that we got ourselves organized <laughs> and started having planning sessions um, uh-huh. so that we could talk about well what are we what are some things that we would like to see um, in the next coming months, like, oh, well, it's Black History Month, so let's let's do this kind of thing, or um, you know, I or someone is just something's on their heart and they want to talk about it, or somebody had a conversation with someone and they want to bring it to the wider to the wider group. It's 
we just we, we want to hear from each other and we are all very supportive of what everyone wants to talk about and just finding the right days and times to do so and um, making sure that that we are we're making sure that we are taking the opportunities to to again address the the vastness of the black identity as well so we've talked about uh colorism we have talked about um religion we've talked about soul food um we've done a black history (laughs) event yes we talked about soul food um we have talked about abortions and we've also invited we've opened up our space once and had um other POC accomplices to come and talk about, um, you know, like different, our relationship to the, to the other communities of color and how we can be supportive of each other and also how they can be supportive of, of, of black folks and our, and whatever um, items on our agenda that we are trying to, to accomplish. So, and all of that is important and all of that is really special. And I mean, one thing that we keep coming back to is mental health. We have had at yeah. least three events that are only about mental health <laughs> mm. and being able to invite folks to talk about that and to open up about it. And, and because we know that it's something that, that is not as addressed as it should be in our community. It's something that we push away. It's um, especially as black women, we are told to be resilient. Ugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. We are told tired to be resilient. We are tired to be resilient. Like, I want to take naps too. <laughs> I want to say no to things. I want to, you know, like talking to being able to set a boundary. That's my favorite thing, by the way. I love a boundary. Um, you know, just be like, not feeling like you have to stay at a job, not feeling like you have to, to watch how you speak and show up to somewhere. Just talking about how, how we're holding space in the world in these different areas with these different topics, talking about black love, talking about um, we black business. And we've invited all other entrepreneurs to come in and to, to basically network with each other um, and to, to connect and talk about the different things that they're doing. So it's, it, it is hard to narrow it down because we, we, We don't hold one space as people, you know, mm-hmm. and we just mm-hmm. want to make sure that we're finding ways to to accommodate all of the different different um, areas and different aspects of who we are. Absolutely. There's such a variety among us, and I'm sure with so many topics, with so many various self-identifying self-identifying black folks from you know african americans to uh our brothers and sisters in the caribbean Mm -hmm. and africa and from you know the uk and i'm there's such a mix of us here in the bay area right out of all these conversations what has been the most successful moment so far or a moment where you felt joy in the project? Like, oh, that conversation, like this whole conversation was just lifted. 
Yes. (laughs) Or even a moment that you had with someone maybe after the chat where they want to share something with you. Mm -hmm. With Black Vent Space, I will say that I honestly think that the moment that I I remember that comes first to mind for me, that is this this moment of joy. It's hard to pick one because each each event has different folks coming and it has different different parts of it. Um, but for me, it's it's when it's when we did an event that I hosted. So I'm kind of biased. <laughs> it is um, we did an event about protecting your mental health during um specifically protecting your mental health during um the the chauvin trial and that was something that really spoke to me to to address before the trial started um because we wanted to make sure that we talked about um and it's like how did you find joy in this you know but i'll get to it one second (laughs) but just reminding ourselves of our mental of of having boundaries reminding ourselves to protect ourselves reminding ourselves to like have affirmations to for me it was my joy was putting this on to remind myself creating those that slide deck to remind myself of these things and then being able to communicate it to folks i mean we've had game nights those are always fun playing black car revoked virtually is it's hilarious but you know I think I get the most out of the, exactly, <laughs> but I get the most out of the mental health because um, it is a reminder that we, we are in community with each other. We are holding space for each other. We are here to remind each other that we have value, that we have purpose, and we deserve to protect ourselves and to protect each other. And so having those moments of coming into community and reminding each other of that and supporting each other and holding each other um, are the parts of, of Black Fan Space that I appreciate the most. Yes. I love that. That holding space for care. Yes. Pre-care and after-care. Mm-hmm. When, it, when it comes to things that will affect us in a way. We got to hold that space for each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we could, because we deserve it too. Like we really do. So I know that you all have been meeting online. What's the future for Black Men Space? What an excellent question. We, the future is to be determined. (laughs) Um, But I only say that because our next event is actually an open planning session with the Black Men Space community. So we are planning on meeting on January 22nd. Um, at our normal meeting time, which will be 6.30 Pacific. And we meet for about two and a half hours, but we want to invite the Black Fence Space community to talk about what we want to see in the future. Um, and if that means having, continuing to have those online, these online events, then we will do that. If if it means uh, communing in a different way, then we can have those conversations as well. And and also how we are um, communicating with, with our digital audience um, and digital community in uh, Instagram, etc. You know, so what's next for us is just opening that opening up our planning session for the community to to let us know what they would like to see from us next. 
So community, y'all heard it here first. <laughs> we want to know yes. what's going on. What's the next? What's the real? Thank you so much for joining us, Jasmine. This time has been so great and enlightening. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. I appreciate uh, your podcast and the episodes that I have listened to um, and the beautiful work that's being done in the Bay Area by you and by the, the, the other guests that have been on here. So thank you for the work that you are doing. Yeah. And so please tell the audience where they can find you in Black Men's Space. Of course. So you can follow me at Jasmine X Chantel on Instagram. Follow Black Vent Space at Black Vent Space on Instagram. Um, we have a Facebook group that you will have to request to join, but you can find us on on Facebook as well at Black Vent Space. Um, and if you want to pre-register for the any upcoming events and for that January twenty second open planning session, um, go to the link tree in our bio on Instagram to sign up. Thank you all out there for listening and supporting another season. This has been another episode of The Black Landscape, where Black excellence is always trending. Mm-hmm.